Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, two lifelong friends who took control of their lives by having gastric sleeve surgery, five years apart. This podcast is for you, our listeners, whether you're pre-op, post-op, maintaining, being a support person, or maybe none of these, but this is your podcast. Now it's time for the show. Welcome, welcome. What's this? What was that? I can't talk. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'll okay. redo that. Take two. Do you want to drink a water? Uh, no, I think I just can't. Couldn't talk. Oh, for a okay. Second. Yeah, I think that was just that's what happened. That was so, so amazing. Yeah, we could just keep going. That's sure. fine. All that's right. Fine. Well, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, I'm super excited because today, like we always promise you guys a spousal episode. Yes. I think it's very important. You guys loved the last spouse yeah, episode they did. that we did. Yeah, that's by far the most downloaded. That we've had the most is is that like 140 downloads right now 148 oh 48 yeah look at that with the the stats look at chill yeah. i love it so yeah this yeah. one is going to be kelly which is not actually our co-host yes, kelly it's another kelly <laughs> another kelly um she spells it with a y not an ie yep and it's my brother's wife um so we wanted to have like the woman version of like how was it for you dealing with your husband going through weight loss surgery yes. and like yeah. what like kind of emotional stuff like you had to deal with so Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing, Kelly? I'm fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Good. I love it. Okay. So do we want to just dive in? I mean, a little background. So you've been married to my brother for 15, almost 15 years. 15 years in September. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I love you. (laughs) I love you too. I love you. Good Uh, sister. We met in high school. I know. It's so crazy. We've known each other for like 20 years. Basically, I've been around. Yeah, like I don't know what I would do if you weren't in the family at this point. Like, Aww. you are, it would be really weird. It'd be very odd. And I'd be like, what the fuck? There's no Kelly. No, can't do that. You're so, so sweet. So don't let that happen. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, which no, like that's going to be a thing that we're going to talk about with marriage because, sure, like you have been married to my brother for so long, and we, when me and him both went through this, we realized there's like a huge portion of divorce rates mm-hmm. that I know made me a little nervous. I don't know if it made you guys nervous at all, but like that's a factor of even making the decision. Right. I wasn't concerned about divorce. Okay. I was more concerned with what changes he would go through. Okay. Mentally. Yeah. Mentally. Okay. Um, and physically, because he's always been a really big guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, I enjoy the broad shoulders and the big hunk of man <laughs> that he was even in high school when we met. He was always, like, the big guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was always drawn to that, and I liked that. So when he came to me and was like, hey, I'm seriously considering doing weight loss surgery, I was like, please don't. I really Aww. like you the way you are. Yeah, like, I yeah. never looked at him and was disgusted or okay. anything. It was always, I mean, he's a fine piece of man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably weird for you as a sister. Okay. That's why he has but, such a big ego. Now we figured yeah. it out. It's I all mean, Kelly. I do. I stroke it all. I stroke it all the time. <laughs> all the time. That's yeah, apparently one yeah. to two times a day. That's what we found out <laughs> on previous episodes. So that's crazy. We like what we like. <laughs> I so, love it. So that was... A big thing for me to overcome. And I needed a lot of reassurance from him that he would still be the same person. He would. And I didn't marry him for his physical attributes. You know, I did marry him for his heart and his mind and Mm -hmm. how amazing he is. But physicality is kind of a a thing. Yeah, you got to be attractive. I I didn't want to lose that attraction. Yeah. So, um, but I haven't. And I won't. Because I did see him get a lot smaller. And... It was shocking at times to like okay. see a picture, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, he looks completely different." Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was still him, and he actually never changed, like how he treated mentally. you. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was always the. I mean, we did notice that he would get more attention, mm-hmm. you know, when we go out. Yep, and it was interesting to be on. I was kind of like behind the scenes watching that happen oh yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh she's looking at you and he's like oh really like he he wasn't even paying attention to right. that attention mm, got it which um, makes you feel better yeah 100 percent. i feel like that was like, he, doesn't he, even care. he doesn't even notice it mm-hmm. and so so you noticed it first i 100 percent noticed it yeah 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 and how like did that make you upset or annoyed or just like excited? i was flattered yeah I was like, like, yeah, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Good. I like that. I like that feeling. Cause like, I know like that's been a thing for me and Eric too, is the attention. Cause like, 
I even like even you know like you've known me for twenty years like I've always been a bigger girl yeah so mm-hmm. it's only been these last five years that I haven't been and so I never got that attention like what is that like yeah. what is someone like opening the door for you or like like over like talking to you like mm-hmm. a, a lot longer than they probably should honey that's called flirting yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, it is. I had no idea and I was like what's what's going on here or hollering as we're walking down the street like that's that's a new oh you guys get catcalled oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we so were fun. just coming out the back of the house and these two dudes like he, I made eye contact with he's all hey and I was like, hi. <laughs> like, Kelly thought I knew him. I have no idea. Yeah, because he, he like he was like full on. He was like, oh hi. Like like he knew her. And yeah. I was like, oh, must be he neighbor wanted or to something. Get to know you. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Which that obviously did not happen. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> sad day for him. Mm. Oh, yeah, poor I think him. he's a little disappointed. True story. <laughs> Stranger. But yeah, that attention's so odd. So like, yeah. I wonder. Like, we'll have to ask Eric and Cody how they feel on that yes. because like that's a. Because now I know Eric's noticing it. I wonder if Cody's mm-hmm. noticing. I think Cody notices a little bit, but Cody's so like, he just doesn't care. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just like, eh, whatever. He's kind of like you. Like he's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, whatever. He's probably flattered. He's like, yeah, my girl is good. Yeah. Right? I would hope. Oh, he definitely is. Oh, he is. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I love that. So you weren't, so when he came to you and was like, hey, we're going to do this. So that was the first thing was that you were afraid of the, like the attraction part yeah yeah well i just it was a concern yeah, yeah. you know i was like what is he gonna look like am i be, am, am i gonna be him mm, right you know is that gonna change because you just don't know well you we just don't know yeah, i mean we yeah. had a friend that went through weight loss surgery and her boyfriend didn't like the fact that she had lost weight yeah so i mean that's always a factor right because you meet the person as a plus size person and so does that attraction change when the weight changes? Yeah. So, and it's good to know that it did not No, for it you. did not. Yay. You're still good. But yeah, still. When he got smaller, were, were you still like... Into him? What? No, like, yeah. yeah. Did you have like, did any of your feelings get stronger? Did you guys okay. have like a better relationship? Were you guys I liked open his more? Muscles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, did you guys talk more? Was physicality there... is oh, my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband. You want to hear a story about my husband? Yes, yes. of course. He is not a fantastic listener. Okay. He's a talker, yeah. which is great because I'm a listener. But he had had the surgery and we were going, we were trying to communicate more. Okay. You know, because you're going through a lot of things. Yeah. And we were sitting on the couch and I said, honey, we should just sit on the couch and look at each other, like focus, no phones, no distractions, no kids or hold hands. And I just want to share with you what I'm feeling. That's like, awesome. Yeah, okay. No joke. Like four minutes in, the man nods off. <gasps> Mid heartfelt <gasps> soul bearing conversation oh my and i was like all right oh that doesn't gosh. work that doesn't work no, yeah. that's, <laughs> no that's, that's not where his strong suit is it's really not oh my gosh i was just I, he said it was just my soothing voice oh he was just so comfortable and it's been a hey, long day you know how to turn it around he'd been working out you know all the things that's so, so funny but yes we did start communicating more okay and kind of you have to yeah you have yeah. to share what is going on inside your mind mm-hmm. and well and i think that's why divorce rate is higher is because you are going through a lot mentally yeah and if you don't feel like your partner is changing with you that's really hard yeah to or be like i can i can i can't have a conversation with you because you're not understanding where i'm coming from you or know? just they're not or just people not feeling comfortable to even have the conversation oh, yeah. like yeah. even communicate anything because that's I understand that portion because, like, mm-hmm. I hit Eric a lot from things. Mm-hmm. Um, just And it wasn't on purpose. It just kind of, like, organically happened. That's just – I realize that's my personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell you something when I feel like it's you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, or if the, you prompt her. Or, yeah, or if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So, if, like, you don't ask me something, I'm not going to tell you what's going on with me. Like, I've realized that's my – one of my things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that would be hard if you can't tell them, like, hey, I just had an episode where I wanted to eat something – and I cried about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was able to tell Eric those things. And so mm-hmm. I think that helps him realize, like, where you're at in the stage. Because mm-hmm. it says Matt was telling us on a previous episode that, like, he cried. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Like, around day three or four. Yeah, so. he did. He had a breakdown yeah. Yeah. on the couch. How would you handle that? Yeah. Um, I was sad for him. Mm. I was sad that he had to go through it and that now he was 
I mean, he probably was just feeling so defeated. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see my husband feeling defeated. No, nobody does. And yeah. as a wife um, and a partner, I felt like some of it fell on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I was probably enabling a lot of those behaviors that got him to being 450 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. When I could have been helping to encourage different activities or different mm-hmm. food choices, you know, so mm-hmm. I personally, I tend to put a lot of it on myself. And yeah. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, I'm so sorry that, <laughs> you know, that I wasn't a better wife to help you. And kind of before it got to in. this point yeah. Yeah. where you are so defeated mm-hmm. and so frustrated and upset with life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're blaming so yourself. that was really hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that makes sense. Because I, I had a breakdown, like, I think it was two weeks in. Yeah. And I did the same thing. I was like, why did I let myself get like this? I can't believe mm-hmm. I got so fat that I needed to have surgery. My goodness, mm-hmm. why would I do that? Like, I'm so dumb and stupid and I don't want anybody to see this. Like, this is awful. So I totally... I think yeah. We all have those breakdowns. I think every single person does. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're bound to because I mean, at some point you're saying those exact same things. Like, how did I get here? What did I do to myself? Why did I let my get myself get to this point? And you know, as the spousal side, you're saying, why did I let them? Yeah, get yeah. to that point. Yeah, and I would think because I Cody brought me my food when I was bedridden. Yeah, before surgery, and so I think he could relate. To a lot of that feeling because he's like, I'm guessing in his head, he's like, why did I bring her that? Mm -hmm. Why did I bring her ice cream? Why did I go get that ice cream? I could have just made dinner and she could have chosen not to eat. But I think that was his thing. I would just be like, it's fine. I don't I just don't want to eat. And then he would be like, well, what do you want? I'll go get it. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like a little bit of like me throwing a temper tantrum Mm -hmm. a little bit and then he would go and get it. So Mm -hmm. it was that same type of like revolving door of. He was definitely enabling my behavior yeah. instead of trying to help fix it. But I think the good thing is, is that once you do the surgery, you're kind of taking in charge, like taking charge of that. And you have a new way of kind of helping him. Oh, my now. role completely changed. Yeah. Yeah. So how? he was definitely taking charge on it. And actually, I had a infant. So I was oh, nursing. Yes. So I couldn't necessarily change all of my eating habits Mm -hmm. because I had done that with um, my third daughter Mm. and I had lost a bunch of weight and it actually diminished my milk supply so much that she was suffering. And I was like, I can't do that again. And we talked about this and I said, honey, I, you know, I will try to make better choices, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to diet mm-hmm. and, and you you can't you, you can. have to it, increase your calories just to produce your milk yeah. yeah so um so that was very interesting because mm-hmm. i am somebody that wants to just slide right in with you and mm-hmm. go through the journey and i couldn't yeah and i was like i'm really sorry but that's <laughs> this is yeah, what's happening right that. now this is the most important thing right now mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i had to take care of her and you kind of had to let not do his own thing and it is you a personal to, journey yeah it definitely is i feel like and i <clears throat> i tried my best to support him and anything and everything that he needed but yeah. it wasn't the ideal situation mm-hmm. for being mm-hmm. supportive yeah and then yeah. i got pregnant again so <laughs> then what are you gonna do when you're a pregnant woman <laughs> you just have to do it all over again yeah just, oh man so, i remember to, that yeah try yeah. to support as much as possible and yeah. you know let them do i mean because i think it was nice that Cody went through it with me, but I also am glad that I still got to do my journey the way I wanted to do my journey. Like, yeah. I wasn't depending on him for, like, anything. Yeah. I was doing it myself, doing it. which gives you the, I think, the knowledge to be aware of what you do on a daily basis and what you did do and what how you need to change that up mm-hmm. a little bit. Well, I think for me, it gave me more independence. It yeah. does. Like, I know I'm, me speaking of independence, like, I know I've been a very independent person for a long time, <laughs> yes, but like, absolutely. Um, that was definitely a thing I found out like, oh, who I really am and who what I really like to do. And like, the fog mm-hmm. was gone. So now I can like explore things that like, I never would have thought of in the first well, place. Well, not like, only the fog, but the fact that you were, I mean, you didn't want to do certain things because you were overweight. Yeah. So that fear of the weight and the weight holding you back was lifted. So 100%. you got to do a bunch of different stuff that you're like, I've never done this before, but Mm-mm. I'm going to at least try it. 
Yeah, now I now I know that I should be able to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm smaller than some of the people in the room, actually. And that's a weird feeling. So uh, it's like yeah. that confidence boost and that independence. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy I got to do my journey the way that I wanted to because mm-hmm. I think it could have changed if I was like with a different type of group of people. Mm-hmm. It could have. So I don't know. But. That was something I really enjoyed was when he started losing a significant amount of weight. That man barely sat down. Oh, really? He wanted to go, go, go. And before, like, our lifestyle was pretty standard. You know, Mm -hmm. he'd work all day, come home, we'd have dinner, and sit in front of the TV. And we'd Mm -hmm. watch. And that's kind of the way I grew up, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, that's what you do. And he was like, no, I want to go out and do something. And I'm like, but you worked all day. Hold (laughs) on. You never have energy to do anything. And now he wanted to. So that really amplified a lot of our lifestyle mm-hmm. then because he was able to go do and whatever have, we wanted to do in the yeah, evening and you're having more fun yeah oh i because i am a, i love doing things yeah like even now i'm like let's go do this let's go do that let's go on this adventure let's do that yeah and now he's way more apt to be like yeah let's do that that's oh, so I that was awesome so to that's like... probably one of the biggest changes yeah you get to go do more wise stuff. Yeah. yeah you get to experience life a little bit better i mean, yeah. I, mean I didn't feel like i was suffering or missing out on anything no. but it was kind of eye-opening when he wanted to start mm. doing those You're things like, oh oh, oh this yeah is, we can this go is do a possibility stuff? yeah yeah it's not just That's limited cool. to the weekend mm-hmm. oh seriously because now like after work there he has way more energy yeah i know me before i was like i don't want to do anything mm-hmm. yeah and now i'm like I have nothing to do. I need to do something. <laughs> yeah, it was like pulling teeth to get him to do anything in the evening. Some of those. Yeah. Some of those nights. Yeah, it's hard. I like, was like, this needs to be done. And he was like, I'm going to sit here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean. You're like, I guess I'll just I do accepted it myself. It. It, w- yeah. it was what it was. That was yeah. life then. Yeah. But yeah. It's very that's, different now. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You seem excited about it. I love it. Because, I love that. Because, yeah, you guys do. We, we get to do more stuff together. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's the best thing. Like, I love that. Like, when we went to Mexico together, mm-hmm. which we need to go again. Like Yeah, we do. Whenever it's it opens, due. we're going. <laughs> well, Mexico's open right now because no, like, I'm going in November. Oh, that's scary. Uh, I don't care. I'll wear a mask the whole time. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with my decision to go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have to be comfortable. I'm not comfortable yes. yet. Yes. When Melanie's comfortable, we'll go, we'll go back to yes. Mexico. Yes. And it needs to be soon because I need it. Like, I saw some of the time hops. And I was like, look at us. Oh, like, man, we're climbing stuff. We're mm. in this doom buggy. Like, we're in the pool. Like, this is, we're on a ship. Right. Like, You're living hell. life. Yeah, we're doing You're out there stuff. living life. It's so, so much fun. Well, and you guys are so much fun together. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, Matt had a whole different like energy. Yeah. I felt like like 100%. He was just like smile ear to ear like what are we doing guys? Let's do stuff. And I was Positivity. like, "Oh, I love my brother. Let's go do stuff." <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, I think it's interesting because you guys both grew up in the same house, so you yeah. both grew up like being, "Okay, we're going to go to work. When we get off, we're going to go home and watch TV." Yeah. yeah. And you're I mean, that's what you guys did. That's what they did at their yeah. houses, watch movies and watch TV. Yep. Um, and flashback General Hospital, Melanie. I know, right? <laughs> Every single day. Yep. Be recorded. From two to three. Yep. And I'd watch when I got off the bus from school. Yep. And she dragged me along with her. Um, you have to but, watch this horrible soap opera with me. Oh, yeah. And then do your that homework. That was before oh, internet no. on phones. So you basically just had to sit there and watch. That's true. Whether you liked it or not. Uh, but you guys both grew up in the same house. And yeah. you guys both ended up living a very very sedentary life yeah, stationary <laughs> we didn't do shit but yeah like, no yeah. eat or to a movie yeah, yeah. that would i mean that's what you do like mm-hmm. eat go to a movie which are both like very sedentary mm-hmm. things yeah, you're so active when you do those things right <laughs> um and then they should do treadmills in movie theaters that would be awesome that would be kind of cool um i'm just gonna i'm gonna become rich off of that idea yeah. uh so but then you guys you know, Matt decided to do weight loss surgery. Then you decided. And now you guys have changed so much. Yeah, they have. Yeah. So it just proves that, like, you can make one little tweak to your life. I mean, not one little, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And you both kind of. The trajectory completely your, changed. Yeah. And your mm-hmm. life, you guys have a life where yeah. you didn't before. Yeah. I'm experiencing life now. On the Wait. movie thing? Yes. Just to chime in. Yeah. Uh, Gold's Gym has yeah. all their treadmills in a theater 
So you, gold uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's, it's, it. it's pretty oh. cool. It's all dark in there and cold. And oh. then they have a movie running and they change the movie once a week. No way. So Fucking gold at least the one in Vancouver awesome. does. Stealing yeah, my idea. It's an awesome idea. Yeah. I, awesome idea. We need to do that. And by the Somebody way, told, wasn't it Eric that told us we needed to do a gym? I think so. It's our sleeved life gym. Yeah. And that we could totally do that. We could totally do that. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Okay. And for those that don't know, that was my brother Matt. Well, I had to chime in. I can't stay quiet. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, no, I'm he's sorry. in the room and he will chime in every once in a while. I mean, yeah. he was quiet for like 15 minutes, so I, I will give you props. It on took that. a lot. It took Record. a lot. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. But keep complimenting me. I am great. Just keep it going. <laughs> so you weren't able to change your food Mm-mm. intake during the process. No, not was so much. Was there anything else that he needed that you kind of changed up? I had to sacrifice our time together okay. so he could go work out. Okay. Oh, yeah. So he could do that stuff. And I was at home with four children. Yeah. How was <laughs> and that? And then five children. Yeah. Five. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Was that hard for you? It was not as hard as I expected it to be. Okay. okay. Because we were both on the same page and I wanted, I felt like it was my contribution Mm. to his journey i was like i can do this and not be a brat and feel selfish and woe is me my husband's not here i'm basically a single mom because he would go work out and he was gone for a solid two to two and a half hours yeah and when you work as much as he does that's just there's not a lot of time left for me yeah (laughs) well and explain that like how much does he work like that's that's a factor in this i mean he is in corporate management so he is salary and it's he's on call basically twenty four seven. Night times it's not as busy, but he still has to be available. Okay. And um, during that time, he was on the phone as soon as he woke up until he went to bed. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, not always talking, but texting, and his focus was there. So when it would be my time, it was just it was precious, right? You yeah. know, you when, value I, it, yeah. when I could have that time. With just him. Yeah. And then now. And then when he started doing all of the <laughs> working out and mm. meal prepping and, you know, he did a lot more grocery shopping after that, which was really a blessing. Yeah. I would but, imagine. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Um, but yeah. And then and we would spend all day Sunday. He would spend in the kitchen just doing his meal prepping. Yeah. And and it was just all of our conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, it We're came to a point where I was like, dude, we've been talking about your surgery and your meals and your working out like for a solid year. Yeah. You know, like all the time. Like, I'd yeah. to and talk about something like, else. Naturally, I would have become very jealous of that attention that he was giving. Mm. You know but, what I mean? Yeah. Because a person only has so much to give. And when you're giving mm. it all to that, which I understood he had to. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a major mind shift for him. Yeah. You have to go all in or it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And I knew that. So it wasn't as difficult as I. You were prepared. My knee jerk was that I'm going to hate this. I'm going to be a miserable woman. And we're just going to grin our teeth and bear it. You know what I mean? Let's get him healthy. Yeah. I can handle it for a little while. So I think going into it, knowing that it made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Good. So it was mentally I had to prepare myself. And it was not as bad. Because he is fantastic. <laughs> and he loves me. And he let he me does. know it all the time. And it it works. That helps. That definitely and he's helps. my best friend. So, I mean, guy that can make you laugh every day, even though he drives you crazy. Oh, yeah. Worth it. Yeah. I know. I got, I got one upstairs. Does Worth that. it. <laughs> one at home. <laughs> yeah. We're, we've got it. And they keep you laughing. That's the deal. Yeah. So, I was going to ask something about that. Like, yeah, I lost it. Oh, no. Because you had, you, weren't, you went from nursing to being pregnant again. Yes. And then, so when Matt was... At least, like, maybe a year or two out. Did you, like, start changing your guys's all of your guys' food? Like, how how was the food structure with having that many kids? Yeah, And then trying to be healthy and then, like, you know, juggling all that. Because now you have to change it up, I would imagine. Yes. Um, our children would eat the dinners that I would prepare. Mm-hmm. But I did not starve them. Cinnamon Toast Crunch breakfast every night. You know what I mean? Like, right. we still had some of those in the house. Okay. Um, I couldn't keep things that were a temptation to him, and cereal is not a temptation to him. Okay. So, we kept that stuff out. We kept ice cream out. 
um, that was like strictly kids were going to go through the drive through. So my kids did have and some ice cream in the car on the way home. The car. So, okay. Yeah. Um, but he yeah. was, he's actually really, really strong with that. And when he sets his mind to it, like having stuff in the house, it didn't actually bother him. Mm. At least he never, uh, expressed that it was a bother. Um, peanut butter. We had, we had to, <laughs> had had to, to keep the, the peanut, peanut butter. butter. Uh, yeah, we switched to almond butter for Again. a while. <laughs> I love me some peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I get the little Jif to-go things, yeah. and those are so good with some apples. Yeah. I just, I grub down on that. This man will just hefty spoonfuls yeah. while he's cooking. I was uh, like, yeah, you can't do that. No, nah, I would do that, Sorry, too. babe. I, I like spoonfuls of peanut butter. I'm, I'm, you do, too. Oh, yep. Yeah, yep. just a spoonful. Some people are like, oh, one of my coworkers I hates am peanut a, butter. Oh, that's too much. Oh, she what? I, I do enjoy peanut butter, but yeah, she, no, she I will never do butter. a spoonful. Oh, oh. I'm like, how do you hate peanut butter? It's peanut butter. Like, it's no, she doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that would make my life easier if I didn't like peanut butter. <laughs> so you would just not bring it into the house. It's the yeah. stuff that would like trigger him. Right. There's the a stuff few that for me I, too. I didn't want to make it a struggle for him. Right. But I also didn't want my children to think of it as when they saw that their friends were eating something and they couldn't like mm. i didn't want them to feel like i was depriving them of something or okay. di- making them or making food that big of a deal mm-hmm. i didn't want food to be a big deal to them i'm like this is what you have you have meat and you have vegetable and you have fruit and you can have a little treat okay. you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day and that was i mean i just kind of wanted that to be a norm i want it to be balanced and you know yeah which i think is great and you still do that to this day 100% so, yeah. I mean, you, you're introducing those healthy food habits that yeah. weren't necessarily passed on to us. And that's why we're at where we're, I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. Is because we decide, you know, we didn't get those little memos. Right. Of you need to have this and this. Seriously. And, this and not eat fast food And I don't let my children eat on the couch. Oh, oh good. Yeah. They have I to be at the table. Fun. It's always at the table. Yeah. They can't like eat it. on the couch. I mean, one, because I don't like spills on my couch. Well, yeah. But I also know that that is a thing that Matt and I still struggle with sometimes. Late at night, we're sitting on the couch. I'm like, I feel like I should be snacking on something. Mm -hmm. Like, that was just something we do. And I was like, I'm not hungry. I don't need to eat. I don't Mm -hmm. want to eat. It just Mm -hmm. feels like something I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because I always ate on the couch growing up. Like, that was just what we did. We would eat easily. We would eat all of our meals pretty much. Our dining room table was maybe breakfast. Yeah, no, mm. for, that's the same. Yeah. This makes sense. And that makes sense why now that I'd still do that. Yeah. Or I think I should eat. So that right? So makes we catch sense. ourselves and I'm. So we break the habit now with our I'm kids. thankful that we have upstairs is where we have like our little theater room okay. with the nice TV mm. and the couch. And it's so far away from the kitchen that you're it, not tempted. Not, I'm not tempted. Like, that's awesome. out of sight on a line almost. Yeah. That's funny. I just realized that's why every time I go to lay down, I need to have a snack. Yeah. Because I ate so many meals in bed. In bed. Oh, wow. That it's now, it, that is, that's mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, like the light bulb. Just yeah. Like, I was like, holy crap. That's <laughs> yeah. why I do that. Yeah. Because every time I would go lay down, like, I'm like, I feel like I should be eating something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's so yeah. crazy. Those little habits. Yeah. They sneak in. And now I'm going to have to yeah, mix I'm, that one. I'm going to be like, hey, Dylan, we're uh, eating at the kitchen nook every day. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting at an actual table. Well, once I get my table back, I will sit at my table. But go. right now, I don't have much choice. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could eat at the island. Yeah, you totally could. Sorry, Cody. Oh. We're eating no at the island couch now. Yeah. No more comfortable sitting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And we just got the new couch with the reclining chairs oh. and like the headrest moves forward and like All right, I'm really sorry, Cody. Luxury, <laughs> yes, but it's okay. We don't need food spilled on the couch, anyways. So. Right? Yeah, go with that. Yeah. We're new. Yeah. So you asked my husband a question oh. about sex. I did. There we go. He answered. Like, I don't have poorly. <laughs> let I me knew let it. me answer oh, yes. a little bit more yes. accurately. Women's point of view right yeah. here. So. Yes, positions are different. Yes, the feeling is different. All the things. Mm -hmm. All the things. We were never able to sit up both together on a bed and have sex. Because his stomach was too big, oh. and it just we couldn't we couldn't fit. Yeah, that makes sense. So there was a time I remember clearly because I was like, he was like, I'm going to try something. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to try something. And the man, that's <laughs> not a good he sentence, did. though. No, no. But he sat up. Yeah. 
I was riding him and he sat up and he's and I was able to like hug him and he was able to hug me. Oh we were still together. Nice. And I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. That was like highlight because Thank you. you We've been having it. the same yes. sex for so many years. Well, yeah. I mean, we there are varieties, but never that. Right. Because, you know? because of the weight. And it was just because of the size. Yeah. So well, then you when get excited. It was high five. I high fived him. <laughs> it was really exciting for me. That is exciting. Yeah. I was like, that is the best non-scale victory for for you. Me. For yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. It has no, I mean, it does have to do with Matt, but yeah. I mean, really, that's a, a non-scale victory 100%. just for you. Like, yeah. you're like, yes. Yeah, because the, the, yeah. the good side effects have to, like, reap. Like, you have to reap those. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, why not? Like, that's a great one. Well, and you've already, I mean, you're, he was moving. You were getting mm-hmm. to do stuff. Yep. And then, you know, you it just adds to your marriage that you get that whole level, different level of intimacy. It was. It was, it was a very intimate moment. And it was kind of a, uh, a coming together and, like, uh-huh. This is good for everybody. Yeah, sorry. But it's good for everybody. No, I'm good. Yeah, no. Coming together. You're That's right. what she said. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I know it was too. I know. I can't help myself. That's that so was funny. that was too easy. It's fine. The topic coming of sex. together. It's, it's bound to happen. <laughs> True. So coming together basically is what just happened over the Evidently. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what can I love you it. say? I love it. Was there any other <sighs> ones that like that you can remember like that? Or you're just not allowed to say those? Yeah. Or just, no, okay. I I can. <laughs> It's up to you. Like, he would get very excited when he could look down and see more. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. when I was performing, <laughs> he's like, I can see you. Yeah. Oh. He can see. Yeah. Sorry. That's awesome. We went there. No, no we went there. I'm going to exit the room. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm out of here. No, but it was. Great. It was cool. Yeah. It was really amazing. No, it, those are the non-scale victories that, I mean, a lot of people don't talk about. Like no, Melanie I'm was saying. pretty yeah. sure I'm the very first one to ever do it on podcasts. So. Uh, I think probably. So. <laughs> probably. So you go down in history. That's right. Um, but yeah, I think it's <laughs> more ways than one. You know you want to say it. I, no, I you know you want to say it. I wanted to say what I just said. Say it. Say it. I thought saying it. Say it. That's what he said. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you that one. <laughs> No, uh, I think that's, I mean, I think it's amazing. But it was. It was just very incredible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to see him excited, excited about, about it. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. It brought a new life to, you know, well, the makes, bedroom. Yeah, it makes, yeah. like, the bedroom stuff more fun and more, like... And then it was, hey, what else can we try? Can yeah. I stick my leg up here? Can <laughs> I do this? Oh, I can. <laughs> All right. I mean, serious <laughs> acrobatics were tried and I, I absolutely achieved, love it. and it was delightful. Yeah, being flexible, like yeah. you can move mm-hmm. more, and like, like we can both fit in the bathtub. Oh, that's, that's a really cool. good one. Like we'd never been able to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a fun one. I remember that one. Where you're like, oh, I wonder. Oh, we can't both fit in here. Yeah. And then you just kind of lay back, and you get to relax together. Right. I mean, I always look for moments where you're not on your phone. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like when you're overweight and you're just kind of there like your phone is just like an extension mm-hmm. of you like mm-hmm. you're just constantly tapping and scrolling yeah. and once you can actually move and you're doing stuff and like you want to clean your house you want to do housework or like you know things around we your haven't house gotten and, too much into that yeah uh, that's okay him, him and the housework mm, <laughs> we'll see. not so much well i didn't get to do it for so long <laughs> that i'm like yeah Let's clean the kitchen. I bet. Or let's dust everything. Or, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we do have a house cleaner that comes. Oh, my God. Because I don't want to do, like, the bathrooms. I hate the bathrooms. Hashtag but humble brag. I, oh, it was <laughs> a humble brag. Just look I, at someone I, that comes into your house to clean. I apologize to all our <laughs> listeners. I totally humbled and ragged. Oh, um, I love it. I love I it. I humble brag a lot, though. You do. It's okay. I notice it now. Yeah. Ever since Melanie said it to me, I'm like, oh, uh, that was a humble brag in my head. <laughs> oops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> no, I like to be good. bougie. It's fine. Yeah. It's you're fine. owning your, like, you're owning your shit. It's totally fine. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You, you do have something that comes clean because you hate the fucking bathroom. The fucking and bathrooms. that's fine. And I hate having to clean the walls and the baseboards and the cabinets. Like, I just want, I we have somebody that comes in and deep cleans. Mm-hmm. I should say that. There you go. But all the rest of the stuff I do. Sure. So. Because I can't. Okay. And I can stand and do dishes or I can stand and fold laundry. Like, yeah, those are like little things that I think you notice. Oh, totally. Because I after. do a lot more cleaning than I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Well, when you do laundry, you go up and down the stairs. Yeah, I go up and down those stairs a lot. And then now mm-hmm. I 
They go from literally the basket and I hang everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing the whole time I'm well, doing this. doing arm. Yeah, work. arm movements. Yeah. Like I'm squatting down because like, mm-hmm. I, I have George at the very, very bottom. Mm-hmm. But story time for bathroom. Oh, yes. So I hate fucking cleaning the bathroom. Yes, you do. It's the worst. But mm-hmm. I have two boys that are in my house and they're disgusting. <laughs> and this is why. I mean, can I just say that mm-hmm. girls are not much cleaner. Well, at least I am. My but girls, I've never, I've girls never are not. They're gross sometimes. Huh? I'll let you know. I've never really lived with a bunch of girls. Yeah. It's always been dudes. And no. then like Kelly and then Kathy. I was going to say, yeah. You yeah. lived with me and Kristen. Yeah. Oh, Kristen's disgusting. Ah! Yeah, we were both not. I'm not a clean person. Yeah. Like, I will let shit go until the very last second. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I should probably clean that up. Oh, yeah. You could find them by like the trail of their clothes and fucking That was trash. all Kristen. That was, <laughs> that was all Kristen. It was insane. Yeah, she definitely... Like, she's kind of like a snail. Like, you could follow her by her trail of clothes. You totally could. Well, so in my defense, I've only dealt with boys and the peen and all that. Like, I don't understand why I can't go in the toilet. Yeah. But, like. I have no idea. But for it's funny because Dylan is, like, he just is refusing to lift the the toilet seat. Okay. To where I've sat in his piss. No. It's a game. He's got to try to shoot it through the center. I was like, no, Dylan. If you don't. Throw some materials in that bowl, man. This last time. Target practice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just lift the bowl of the seat. You're going to be fine. Like, that's what you're supposed to do no matter what. So just do that. But, like, this last time, I, like, I sat down, went pee, felt it. And then I was like, I looked I was like, you know what? Have you ever sat in my pee? And he's like, you know the answer to that. Watch it. I was like, because I just sat in your pee for like the third time. So if I do it one more time, I'm just taking money away from you. No more allowance. Like, I shouldn't know. He's like, you take money away from everything. I'm like, how many times have I told you to where I don't have to sit on piss? Like, you just lift the seat. Oh, my just goodness. Saying. So. That's my, oh, little, my little rant about that. You were going to say you peed on the seat and left it for him. I thought oh, it was going there. Yeah. Revenge. I never thought of that. Revenge. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> well, because me and him are home alone a lot now because of the COVID. Like, I work from home and then Eric still goes oh, goes to work. Yeah. So, me and him are together yeah. 24-7. Yeah. I could totally do that to him in the morning because then totally Eric's could. gone. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be so funny. I will report back. <laughs> uh, yes. We request an update on that. Oh, oh my know, gosh. Thank you. If that happens or not. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to say that Aunt Kelly gave me the idea. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that Aunt Kelly. I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I love I'm it. I'm like, as long as it's not me. Because <laughs> I'm over here way more than you are. <laughs> I don't want to give... He'll forget about it. Like, if you if they go up there. That's true. That's true. So... I can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Basically. 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 You do no wrong. <laughs> so... Your household. So... Yeah. Yes. So you had to change a lot of the food that was coming in. Just what would affect him. So we covered that part. But yeah. now that we are, he's so far post-op. Like, yeah. where is it at now? Like, is it has it gone awry a little bit, or is it reeled back in? Or did you guys have to go up and downs with that? Did you notice that you guys were allowing more food that shouldn't be in there? Because he's because re- they know that he's regained. So like we trying to figure out. Is- I think most of the regaining is eating out. Okay. okay. I don't necessarily think that my shopping habits changed that much. Okay. Um, so you've kept that in place. In, in place. I can't talk. Yeah. Okay. And it's better for you to go grocery shopping, right? I am the only one that goes grocery shopping. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you think yeah. he was in the beginning. So but there's a problem with that because when I do only get the good foods, yes. he goes in the fridge and he's like, we have nothing to eat. I'm uh-huh. just going to order out. And I was like, no, I have food in there, but you have healthier to cook it. food needs preparation. You have yeah. to make it. And yeah. that is a struggle when mm. you're just hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And you just want to grab something. Well, yeah. and then you go and back into that binge brain. Yeah. Of like, I'm just going to order everything. Yeah. So I get it. Because he can say, I want a snack. And go look and be like, we don't have anything. And I'm like, all right, let me go make you a snack. Mm-hmm. And then I can provide him with an entire platter of delicious, healthy snacks. It's true. And he's like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. I'm like, I, we have like, all this. We didn't have to order You anything. just have to look. Yeah. And you have to know what you can make with it. Yeah. So, so the prep work for Matt has gone to the back burner. Yeah. And I like. think that's probably why he had the gain. The, the gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every gain. And eating out. You know, yeah. and when you work his job and you go out to corporate lunches every day, yeah, he would go out to eat every single day wow. for lunch, you know, and have a meeting with somebody or whatever. That'd be you hard. Know. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not easy. That makes sense. Well, and that's why the him being on the carnivore diet 
is so great because we yes. touched on that. Like he it's can so much eat out every eat day out. Yeah. and just get meat. Exactly. And it keeps him on the right path. And you can do keto or carnivore, carnivore and you're still basically the same because you're taking off the carbs and you're taking off right. the sides. Yeah. And even if you have some vegetables in there, I mean, vegetables aren't going to Yeah, that's what so. I did. I would make vegetables. Well, because I feed my children the vegetables yeah, and yeah. the meat. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not just going to give my kids a piece of chicken and say, here you go. Yeah. Like kids need a well-balanced diet, diet exactly. so they need a full dinner. Yeah. And Matt wasn't eating that. No, so, and I think that's totally, totally so that, fine. So we would make, I, we would make two dinners. He do, would do his steak and I would have to do, do dinner the, for me and the kids. Kids ever say anything about like why you don't eat that or why you don't bring certain the foods yeah, into the house? Yeah, they've talked to Matt a couple times about it. Yeah. Yeah. The last week I was uh, eating an Oreo. Oh. Oh. I had one Oreo and my eight-year-old goes, I thought you were eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Thanks for the accountability, eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wanted an Oreo. It's okay to have one Oreo. It's not okay to have the whole sleeve. And they're like, it's not meat. <laughs> Just letting you know, Dad. It's not meat. Oh, my goodness. It's not meat. Yeah. not meat. Yeah. Was that Alyssa? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, love it. I love it. The one That's who looks so just awesome. like me and is yep. and just like me. That's hysterical. So they're aware. They're yeah. aware of what they're should come into the aware. house, what shouldn't come into the house. And they're like, yeah. they're good with it, obviously. Yeah. So that's awesome. I and they don't it. know any different. That's what I think you guys are trying to show is like, mm-hmm. these are the good foods. And that's just it. It's not that you can never have an Oreo. Right. Yeah. Or we can never have ice cream or we can never mm-hmm. have chips. It's yeah. moderation. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I have had to start showing my children a serving size. I'm like, hey, guys, you can't have an entire bowl of chips for a snack. Yeah. There's a serving size there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Stick with that. Yes. How are they doing with that? They're really good. Okay. Yeah. When I'm watching. Yeah. When you're watching. Yeah. Well, and I, mean, I think. I can't know. But it's important that you teach them serving size. <laughs> if because I go out and Emily's in charge, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> She's like, here's bags. Here's bags of chips. There you go. Go Have away. Have fun with that. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, I think it's important because where else are they going to learn that? I right. mean, because schools, obviously, they taught us forever a certain way of eating. And now it's coming to light that that's not accurate right at all they were like eat yeah. all the carbs yeah that was the bottom of the pyramid yeah, yeah. it was all the carbs and yep. so now they're kind of redacting that to yeah. it's flipped completely upside down where you've got your sugar and your carbs at the like very very little point yeah and then you're kind of moving to the other foods so i think it's important that like you teach the kids that right. this is a serving size this is what you're supposed to be eating you're not supposed to be eating a whole bag of chips yeah that doesn't make any sense right um and then melanie does the same with d like we don't eat this these foods like this is a once in a while type thing right yeah and it's hard because like we have family that don't care Mm -hmm. and so it's like will you please not do that because mom came over and um she asked if he can have a slurpee Mm -hmm. and i was like no he's already had soda today and she's like so and i was like mom you know what we're trying to do here? Why push the point? She's like, it's not going to kill him. And he's in the room. And I'm like, it's not about killing him, mom. Like, he just doesn't need both, one or the other. Oh, like, it's about creating a healthy mentality. Yeah. And having soda and a Slurpee in the same day shouldn't be... I mean, yes, it should be a once in a while. Like, if you're out mm-hmm. and, you you know, he's spending the day with grandma or whatever, then whatever. Um, but it shouldn't be, he, she shouldn't definitely be not saying it in front of him to you. Yeah. It's like, I don't think. come on, man. But like, that's your mom. But that's, that's the deal. They lie. I know that oh, it's not just my mom that does that shit. Like, I know there's grandparents and family members mm-hmm. and aunts and uncles that like, well, when they're with me, they get whatever they want. And it's like, mm, if they had a food allergy, you would listen to me. So mm-hmm. why is it any difference? Like, true. I don't want them to have soda. I just don't. And Dylan didn't have soda till like he was six, five or six. And Eric did that shit. Oh. Yeah. So, because they love soda, like you've seen Eric, like he loves mm-hmm. to have like a two liter with him at all times if he could. <laughs> but he's he's Blame changing his, his diet soda now, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I mean, it's not that much better. It's still got crap in it. Yeah, you're still drinking. It's just not the sugar. Yeah, that's, that's what he cared about. Yeah. So, um, but when Eric, when not Eric, when Matt came back to you and was like, "Hey, we're taking the lap band out, mm-hmm. and they want me to do surgery," mm-hmm. he said that you didn't want him to have surgery. So what what was going on with that? Um, <laughs> I didn't want him to have another surgery. Okay. Um, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they were already in there. It sounds like 
Matt, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Were they wanting to take it out and do it right there? No, they wanted to take it out and then they wanted me to wait till it healed and okay. then do another uh, surgery. Yeah, so it couldn't, okay. couldn't be done the same day. Yeah. See, that would be so, that would just make it easier. Right? Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah, take this shit be done out. Same let's day. put the new shit yeah. in. We'll be good. Okay. Yeah, so what would have had been I, two so surgeries. Okay. Um when he told me he wanted to get the lap band removed, I was excited because he'd been so miserable for so long yeah and he had stayed the same weight i'm like it's not actually helping you it's just causing you discomfort and mm. frustration uh i don't see why you shouldn't get it removed yeah. i get that so take that out and then we'll revisit but i also know that it was a mental thing there mm. were very few times when he was restricted was restricting his food intake because of the lap band. Okay. Mm. Like he would just not eat because he was choosing not to eat. So I was like, you figured out what works. You know what you have to do to lose weight. You need to eat these foods Mm -hmm. and you need to exercise this much and the weight falls off. Right. So I know you can do that. And you did that because he was stagnant for a long time and then did that regimen and lost another 50 pounds. Wow. So I was like, you know, and so that I don't chalk that up to lap band. That right, was no. purely mental. Yeah, that was a mental weight that. loss at that mm. point. So I'm like, I know you know how to mentally do it. So why don't you try to mentally do it while you're healing from your lap band removal? And then, you know, let's get yeah. you down because I know you can do it. Yeah, like I, mean, I was just trying to be a supporter and not mm. there's no way you can do this. You have to get the surgery because yeah. you're not able to control yourself. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm trying to push that be, part. Be supportive. Uh, be supportive. It, yeah. And like, we can do this together. Mm-hmm. I'm done having children, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So now we can kind of be on this journey and I will try to support you and help you. So that's where we're at now. So that's why I'm not a super pusher for having the surgery right now okay gotcha because so, i know he can do it yeah so you're on board though that if he needs to, if he wants to do it by 40 absolutely that's his goal yeah is to i will there. always support him in whatever he wants i figured you would absolutely happy, yeah. you're good yeah okay absolutely that makes sense and that's awesome because i think this time around like with his journey with the carnivore diet and what you're doing like i think it needs to be done together i think that's what made uh, makes a lot of people successful yeah um because now you guys can communicate about that and check each other yeah um and then the whole household kind of changes and then that mm-hmm. gets better and then now you've lost the weight yes. yeah because i like, think it's it's always nice to have that person that you can go to and be like you know what i'm having a rough day i really want an oreo and yeah. then be like well make a wise decision like do you want to screw up your... Unless you're mm-hmm. both having a rough day. Yeah. And then I'll yell at him like, no, you're supposed to keep me strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this is too hard. I want to have a cheat meal. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's not what you're supposed yeah. to say. You're supposed to be strong. He's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. We'll go make something. It's fine. <laughs> right. Cody's the same so way. So that's the hard part. Yeah. You know, I feel like in some aspects it was easier when he would have a low moment and I'd be like, no, it's fine. You can do this. Cheerleader, cheerleader, cheerleader while I'm eating whatever I want because I had a reason or whatever. But uh, I do think that we are definitely more successful as a team Mm -hmm. when we have the same end goal and are working together. Yeah, I think that's just a a fact. I mean, um, if you're doing weight loss surgery and your partner doesn't support you in anything that you do, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Like, be real you, hard. I, I don't know if you could be successful in your journey. Right. You know, with somebody who is not supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, but having some two people, whether it be weight loss surgery and then just them changing their eating habits, yeah. uh, because that's what Cody did. He didn't do weight loss surgery, but he did change his eating habits with me. So it was nice to be able to know that he was just like, this is what we're making tonight. And I'm like, OK, I have no choice. We're having chicken and veggies. Like we it's do every so much day. easier. Like it, the whole like choice part is gone, and now mm-hmm. I don't have to stress about what we're going to eat. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, a meat, a some meat. sort of meat, mm-hmm. some whatever sod. Yep. Yeah, put some season on it and call it good because yep. that's all I need right now. And we just do the microwave vegetables, so it's literally like five minutes on the vegetables. If we cook the meat, we're good to go. Yeah, and it's I mean it's just easy. Well, and it's funny because like you know how people are like, I need to be able to cook a meal within 30 minutes, blah, 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 because I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. If you actually just bare boned it for like Everything meat is and veggie, it actually is 30 minutes. You yeah. making that casserole that's going to like make you feel like shit later. Yeah, because you've added all those 
all that pasta and yeah. cheese and cream and all, everything exactly. else to Exactly. The it. thing yeah. that just made, it took you two hours to make yep. is now going to hurt you for the next, like, day, like, two or three days at least. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on, you can do the 30-minute meal and be way more healthier. Although, I pause. I did see on our Instagram, there's a girl who does these, like, casseroles, but it's just, like, chicken, veggies, and then, like, a sauce. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, Alfredo, but it's chicken and vegetables Mm -hmm. and she makes it like keto friendly they look so good like and she just puts them in the air fryer so everything's pre-cooked you layer it and then you put it in the air fryer that's amazing yeah that's awesome it's pretty delicious or it looked pretty delicious we should try one of those that is a solid life hack right Right? yeah yeah is there any like tips or tricks that you like came around to other spouses yeah but can help them like go through this with other people like um no no, no. Each spouse is different. Okay, I feel like that's. <laughs> I feel like that's a solid answer, though. Like every spouse is every different. Every spouse is different. Yeah. What about what about being the spouse? Is there anything that you feel like helped you with his journey? Like, is there um, anything you did realizing that it was his journey? Okay. okay, but I was to support that journey. Yeah, you know. So yeah. if he was having a weak moment, to be there to help him up. If he was, um struggling to get up in the morning because he didn't want to go work out and being that encourager like no you need to go you need to go as much as i wanted him to stay and snuggle with me yeah i was like no no you knew this this is your time right now you know there's a time to have it be their time and it's not a time to be selfish it's not a time to um i mean don't neglect yourself and your needs and definitely communicate your needs if you need some conversation that doesn't revolve around them take that and mm. tell them say yeah. hey i need some me time right now mm. so can we focus on me can i tell you about my boring day of doing laundry and dishes and all those things can you just you know yeah just let me talk for yeah. once or yeah i just need yeah. 10 minutes yeah. yeah yeah and then we can go back to your super crazy life altering magical journey yeah because it is it is a huge change in your mind and your I mean, everything. Yeah, mind, body, soul. It yep, really basically. is. Yep. It's yeah. everything. Because I think that's a great, like, thing to say, though, is, like, just be supportive. And then communication. It sounds like yeah. what I'm hearing from you is communication is kind of key. Yeah. And for every spouse out there, just if you're feeling something, let them know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't hide it. Yeah. Let them know, like, don't, don't, you're, don't be timid and be like, hey, like, I just really want to hang out with you right now and not talk about the weight loss mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, just little things like that. And be like, hey, I just want to go out on a date. Can we just, like, have fun? Yeah. Stuff like that. I yeah. think it's hard sometimes for us as weight loss patients to see past our journey. Like sure. you said, like, it's really hard to see past that and put yourself in somebody else's shoes that has no idea what's going on in your head and mm-hmm. has no idea what, you know, because you can see physically, but not internally physically, you can't right. see what's going on. And so it's, it's really, I, I think it's good that you said that um, because I think it, it kind of takes you a second. You're like, okay, they just want time with us. Yeah. Like we're understanding that and they don't mm-hmm. want to talk about weight loss surgery. Yeah. Yes. Like I get it. There's so many other things out there that we well, can talk, talk about. about it all day long. Yeah. Like, I mean, they hear about it, it every day, all your day. World, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I found that food is on the mind a lot of people that have weight loss mm-hmm. surgery. Yes. And it's like, it's very noticeable. Mm-hmm. It's very it's like, annoying. I would say I get so annoyed the fact that all I have to do, I think about food almost all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like, if I'm going to eat this, I'm going to eat that. Like, mm-hmm. how much calories are in this? Is there carbs in that? And it's like, I told Eric once, I was like, I just wanted to a point where I don't have to do that. And he goes, I don't think there is a point where you no. don't do that. And I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Because it's a lifelong thing. Yeah. It just really is. So is there anything you would change about the process that you didn't like or even like the pre-op, the post-op, it could be anything? I was hoping that the therapy would be better. Yes. Mm. I I was hoping that they would get down to it and he could have an epiphany as to why he decided to make the choices he made that got him to 450 pounds. Okay. But they never did. No. And, you know, Mm. and he still doesn't fully understand why food is sometimes all consuming in his brain. Yeah. Mm. You know, so I do wish that they had maybe dug a little deeper if there is something i i don't know maybe there is nothing maybe it is just an addiction an addiction mm-hmm. and 
Oh, there's something. That's what it is. <laughs> Melanie's like, oh, there is. There I mean, is. I, don't know. Like, I, I say there is only because it's Matt because I grew up with him and I had the same issues. I did not get the, the therapy that I needed either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't take, it took till like a couple, till Kelly, basically for yeah. Kelly to go through her journey yeah. and watch what she was going through and seeing the support that she got and realizing, oh, I now know like why I ate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because like, I love you, mom and dad, but you guys were like, it just sucked. Like we had like, there's a lot of just turmoil there mm-hmm. and a lot of fighting mm-hmm. and what what's comforting food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's all they could give us. Like we couldn't go, they didn't like going on hikes. So we weren't going outside. They didn't know how to process their feelings either. Mm-hmm. So we never learned how to process anything. But what they did know to do was if Melanie's having a bad day or like upset with something, oh, let's go to Baskin Robbins and get her some ice cream. let's give her some extra potatoes let's give her some fucking rice you know Mm -hmm. like it's a real thing like that's that's how they took care of us so i understand it because they wanted to comfort us the best they knew but this is what happens right when you're not taught how to process your own feelings then you're gonna eat them yep and that's that's exactly what we did and i didn't realize it until afterwards yeah because i thought it was like Oh, I just made bad decisions. I moved out on my own. I'm just drinking and eating whatever I Which want. Which played a part. It did, but I didn't understand, like, mm-hmm. I, I just blamed myself. I was mm-hmm. like, this is 100% me. I did all this shit, mm-hmm. and I felt ashamed of it that I even did all these things to get to this point. Mm-hmm. But then realizing I wasn't, I didn't have the good tools. I didn't have resources. Yep. So I didn't know any better until I got to 308 pounds and was like, Oh my God, how the hell did I do this to myself? Mm-hmm. And then realizing we, I need to do something. And that's like, I'm glad that we both did this because now we know we have a food problem. Right. There really is one. Well, I mean, that basically, like you said, that was all you t- were taught when you were sad, angry, celebrating, whatever. It was always food. It was food. There's always like, food. Whether around. it was happy or sad, it was always food. Yeah. Like, it was going out to dinner. It was going to movies and getting giant popcorns or, mm-hmm. you know, it was, there was nothing, it wasn't, go. let's go out and take a walk and talk about your celebra- celebration about whatever it was. Right. Like, it was, let's go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Which is always the easier answer. I mean, look at birthday parties, at um, retirement parties, things like I that. I can't think of a celebration where there's not, not food. food. Correct. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, exactly it. And it's that's a cultural. Comfort, and yeah. It's, yeah, and it's, it's a cultural, cultural thing. Like, yeah. every culture has, like, food around celebrations. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm okay with a celebration having food. What I'm not okay with is when, like, I'm, ha- like, I'm sad mm-hmm. and I'm upset. Because mm-hmm. now you're teaching me that I get to have food for happy and sad thoughts mm-hmm. and that's all that's too much food it's, it's just, just yeah, it just it's really is like yeah. we are emotional people like humans just are and like i'm gonna want food when i'm happy now and i'm gonna mm-hmm. want food when i'm upset now yep and that's just we have to learn how to process the unhappy ones well i think it's important to break that for your family also because you don't want to teach Dylan that. You don't want to teach your no. your kids that. Mm-mm. So it's important that you break that habit now. Yeah. So that as they get older, they see, oh, we don't just blindly eat food. Like, that's just not how we handle things no, in our family. No, food now, what I've learned is that it's actual, it sounds dumb, but it's like we actually are like vehicles. It's fuel, it's for, fuel. Your, it's fuel it for your body. Yep. This is the only reason why we should be putting food into our body mm-hmm. is to make it go. So. Right. Now I know that. Now there's like a relationship of like, oh, I don't feel really good. I feel kind of tired. Oh, I haven't ate today. That could be it. That could be it. (laughs) Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe I should put some protein in my body. Yeah. Or I feel like shit because I just had like ice cream and cookies. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't realize that that was making me feel like shit until Mm -hmm. now that now that I can recognize it because now we have to because they told us all the time, listen to your body. Listen to your body. Your body knows what it wants. Yeah. It's it's your head that gets in the way. 100%. 100%. So that's the one thing you would change is like more therapy. I think that would have been beneficial. Yeah. 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 I think it's Absolutely. I think it should be mandatory that you do at least three in-person therapy sessions. Yeah. At least 3 because I, I mean, so. I know I I feel like 3 I was at, by the third session I felt comfortable enough to kind of talk about things that were there and that's how I discovered, oh, wasn't necessarily Cody. It was me. I put the food in my mouth. I was the one that made the decision yeah. to balloon up. So, yeah. And then once you take ownership of that, you're like, oh, yeah, I can make these choices now because I know that I'm the one making them, not anybody else. Right. I can only control me. 
And so, so that, that's the thing is like now you're in control. Mm-hmm. 100%. So. I think weight loss surgery kind of puts that into perspective that you are in control. Yeah, you're yeah. empowered. Yeah. Yep. And if it's not working, there's a reason. So. Absolutely. Do you have any other questions for Kelly? Nope, I'm good. Kelly, is there anything awesome. that you want to say to yeah. the other spouses before we go? Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. So it sounds- There are a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, on that note, well, thank you, Kelly, for coming. Thank Thanks for having me, ladies. It. I loved it. All right. And we will see you guys next week. That's right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Eric Vaughn for our music, Nick Dukes for our graphic and web designs, and of course, the most amazing producer in the world, Marcus with Juniper Productions. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Life, a podcast for patients by patients.